Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Ed Cheney, a CBD industry expert and business executive. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods of treatment that are alternatives but also complement conventional medicines. Now, here's your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, along with the beautiful Kimberly Rose. Hello, everyone. All right. Kimberly and I drove here. We live in Arizona, and it was 52 degrees <laughs> midday. Sunny, though. Yes. All right. We always have to say thank you for the sun. <laughs> that, I do, anyway. That's very nice of you. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, you know, it's another reason why we knew to do a show today that is about runners using CBD. The one thing that is common with Arizonas during the winter months is when all the runners come out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are, well, there's a few months here in Arizona where runners are like, uh, you know, not even four o'clock in the morning is okay because it can be 100 degrees at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, here in Arizona. <laughs> right. Yes. During those three months, those our three, our three summer months, it right. can be quite hot. Yeah. Uh, but for the rest of the year, it's pretty nice to a runner. Yeah, and, and even for those people that are stuck, you know, on the other side of the United States, yeah. I'm sure they get on a treadmill and just go. Yes, I, as an enthusiast, you got to do what you got to do. Right. That would not be anything I'd be super excited about, especially if it lasted three or four months. Yeah. Oh, yuck, right? Anyway, let's, let's talk about today's show. Today's show is going to be absolutely for that group of individuals that fit into the category of, I like to run. Yeah. All right. Now, for those who are in that category, you already know what the issues are. You already know what the current accepted treatments are. You know there are concerns about these, these uh, current treatment methods. So what we're going to do is have a discussion about CBD, how it works, how and where and what to buy, and then how to use it. That is how we framed our discussion today. Now, we thought before even creating that, why did we decide to do it this way? Because we recognize there are four legitimate groups that we'll be talking to today. Mm -hmm. We have the runner enthusiast. That's that person who just... Is living off of that high. Yeah. That endorphin high. They, they're, they're in clubs. They're out, you know, five, seven days a week. That's the enthusiast. Putting lots of miles, replacing those shoes frequently like they're supposed to, watching out for their, their, uh, their, their joints and their legs and their feet and so on. Then you have the sport person, the person that is competing one way or another. And running is a large part of their sport. Yep. Yeah. And that can go from the long distance, uh, sprint runners, soccer players, yeah. all in that group. I even have a report of rugby players because uh, they, uh, they, they have a kind of a higher demand for some therapy that maybe not be the, condition, this, the current therapies that are out there. Uh, then we have, finally, the groups that suffer from... Plantar fasciitis. Yeah. That's a fairly large group. 
and Shin Splints, also a pretty large group. Yeah. We are speaking to you too. Right, yes. Everybody yes. hates those. Everybody gets them. I don't know anybody personally who has never had one of those. Right. Yeah. No. We and we've dealt with them in in, in ways. Uh, we have one in the military who is dealing with them. We have yeah. one that's out of the military that dealt with them. And yeah. so, yeah. I've had them. I've had them both. I, I can cover both of those. I thank goodness have not had either. But I am nowhere. <laughs> are you going to find me running anywhere? The runway? You can't. No, no can't you can't get shin splints. <laughs> can't get any shin splints on the runway, huh? All right. <laughs> not even as a bud girl, you didn't. No? Oh, stop it! Yeah. Guys were chasing you, right? You had to be running there somewhere. <laughs> okay, having fun. All right, how it works. Those who are seeking. CBD as a alternative solution. An alternative solution meaning they are looking to move to a nutraceutical. Something that's natural. Yeah. Uh, and has already been accepted to treat certain conditions. Now, take that term loosely, has already been accepted. It has been accepted by the masses who are using it. It has been accepted by reviews of studies, but human trials, short. Right. Uh, yeah. Not a whole lot of human trials. Now, if you're listening, we believe that there is just a lot of clutter. There's a clutter with the, the uh, regulatory uh, departments. There's clutter with legal. There's clutter with patents. There's clutter with, you know, financial gains. So there's just a lot of clutter right now that might be preventing some of the Human trials. Yeah, well, I mean, this plant has been, you know, uh, criminalized. Oh, my goodness, right? Held hostage. <laughs> well, maybe not held hostage, but definitely put in the corner for yeah. a very long time. And uh, the stigma around it is still, it's still in the back of your mind yeah. if you grew up in any way, form, in that area, in that time period. Well, you know what? Good time to just throw a couple data points out. So I, was, I, I stumbled on this uh, peer-reviewed review, uh, got, pulled it off of Google Scholar. Uh, the the cannab cannabidiol, which is CBD, use within male professional rugby union and league players they had a quest for pain relief and enhanced recovery. So they, they, they pulled a bunch of players because this was the entire rugby union that they, you know, hey, who wants to participate in this uh, study that they did in 2017? They accumulated a lot of data, and some of this data was pretty darn interesting. Like, for instance, of all the teams reported, the individuals that, that um, everyone was aware of CBD. Mm -hmm. They made that absolutely clear. Uh, but currently using it as opposed, and, and where they found out their information, which was surprising to me, where, they f where most found their information was the internet. Oh, on CBD. Yeah, misleading. Yeah. Information is going to be my first and most guess. That yeah, that's that's where they found their information. And um, the uh, friends was the second one. 
Yeah, I think... Uh, Isn't that crazy? Physicians were way low, but physicians were reporting. Uh, they did report physicians recommended CBD. Good. Uh, their biggest thing was to move off of ASIDs and opioids. That was their driving force. They wanted pain relief and recovery and weren't willing to go in those two directions. Great. That's, and, and steroidal. Yeah. That is so solutions. good. Because you might be you might feel great, but your body is yeah, well, it's compromising their future in the sport. Yeah. They're so aware of that. Right. Uh, some of the huge benefits that they were looking for were the biggest was recovery and pain relief and improved sleep. Those were the three biggest reported. Up to eighty percent of the group that was currently using it were using it for those three reasons the most. Mm -hmm. And then there was anxiety. And then some other medical need that was kind of grouped in there together. Okay. They, their responses were they got, they got the greatest responses from improved sleep. Next from that was recovery and then pain. Those two were side by side the same. Recovery and pain, the ability for it to help them with recovery and the ability to deal with pain. Both of those were high. Yeah. And the well, anxiety was the lowest. And I'm like, okay, so... Uh, rugby players probably. Well, they work out their anxiety somewhere. <laughs> well, yeah, there's another solution there that we're probably yeah. not all used to. And we know that from a prior show that while you're sleeping, it's just sleeping is just so important for uh, the body and the recovery. It, that yes, is, indeed. That is your prime time for recovery. So right. if you're getting a good night's sleep, your body is busy recovering from all the things you did during the day. All right. So for the runners that are listening, how, who, what are people using CBD? I'm sorry. What are runners that fit in those four groups? What are they using CBD for? And here's your list. Pain management, mm -hmm. inflammation, recovery, and prevention. Those are the, the four most used groups, uh, reasons for using CBD yeah. for runners. Let's talk about them each a little bit. Uh, pain. So CBD has already been accepted to be an analgesic, mm -hmm. meaning that it effectively modulates the pain signal transition, transmission in the CB1 receptors in your body. Modulates that signal. In other words, modulation here would be reduces it. Yeah. Reduces the transmission of that signaling. So a little less pain means that you can be more effective. You can move around. Your mobility has uh, increased. Now, now some might say, okay, well, wait a minute. That sounds maybe a little haphazard, too. But the modulation never said it, it, it removed it completely. Right. And I've never experienced it removed completely, but I have always experienced going, ah, I can move around. Yeah. Now, even I wouldn't be settled with that either. I need something else to go along with that. Like, I need that reduced inflammation. Because if I know inflammation is still there and I can't feel anything, then I might move around and cause more of a problem. So right. the fact that the decrease in inflammation response is also there for pain is a big help. Well, yeah, because you're actually doing something beneficial. Beneficial just... as opposed to I'm just going for selfishly to get the pain relief, but I might be causing more of a problem. Right. All right. So those are the two big things for pain, the modulation of the signal and the decreasing of the inflammation response. And that inflammation response, let's just move right into that. It's big. It's, there is a lot of components to it. 
And those components, both individually and collectively, add to that statement of that decrease of inflammation is a big deal when it comes to managing that injury or managing that recovery or being preventative. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about those couple of things. Inflammation, reducing levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines. Cytokines trigger the process. It's an it's a inflammation response. It triggers the process of inflammation. All the components that are needed to create inflammation all start with those cytokines. Those cytokines. Yep. So, so you do something that your body doesn't like, right. whatever it is. And the signal is sent to the inflammatory, the pro-inflammatory cytokines, and they in turn get everybody all worked up and inflammation begins. And you, they just run to that site and start hovering over you it. You know this already yes. because bl- white blood cells running to that site is something most people are common, uh, understand mm-hmm. as common knowledge. Well, those are called T cells. Mm-hmm. And as part of that inflammation, one of the thi- another thing that CBD does is it inhibits T cell proliferation. Now, if you recall from our earlier conversations, cell proliferation is the multiplying of a cell. So these cytokines are trying to encourage m- cell multiplication where CBD can go in and downregulate that or inhibit proliferation of the T cells. Okay. Remember T cells being very common to you? It, yeah. Those white blood cells mm-hmm. that are rushing all to the site and encouraging that uh, part of that inflammation process. So, but is inflammation, this is probably a silly question, but is it kind of sort of necessary to repair? The, are they going there to try and... It, it never said at any point it reduced blood flow mm. or oxidative, reducing oxidative stress and all that. All that is still there. It's all happening. So that wasn't affected by the immune uh, response. It just goes in there and calms all those white Correct, right, cells. right. Now, uh, but we talked about it inhibits T cell proliferation. It inhibits that, those cells multiplying. Well, it also induces T cell apoptosis. And if you recall from earlier one, apoptosis is the cell program death. Mm-hmm. So it triggers the ones that made it to, hey, we don't need you. Okay. Go away. Okay. All right? Good. Okay. Now, I don't want to not respond to your, hey, is inflammation needed? To a certain degree, it has value. But over the last 50 years, we have an understanding that too much inflammation is causing problems. So mm-hmm. uh, is that okay? Can we answer that for you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I didn't want to just gloss over it. Well, going, right. well, wait a minute. The body knows what to do. You know, yeah. the body just reacts. But without a good balance in your endocannabinoid system, that inflammation can just go unchecked. Right. And most times it does, and most times it causes a bigger problem. It just keeps growing and growing. Correct. And, okay. Correct. Okay. Now, an effective operating ECS system can modulate the things that need to go up and down to make it work correctly and so forth and so on. All right. Last one for inflammation. CBD has been studied to reduce migration and, and, and adhesion of immune cells. So immune response cells, keeping them from moving around and keeping them from adhering 
also helps to minimize inflammation. Okay. Good? So listen, that's probably one of the biggest and most well-documented discoveries of CBD mm-hmm. is its effect on the human body's inflammation response. I mean, it's my best friend for that. Right? Yes. Mine too. Yes. Well, and I and didn't it seems like that. the older you get, the more inflammation you have. <laughs> so let's talk about that. So where did I see that study at? So another study was, oh yeah, where they polled a lot of people and age groups came out. Uh-huh. So those who report it using CBD, no, no, they actually did the entire group of, it was over 700, I believe, but... Only 10% of the 18 to 23-year-olds were using CBD. Only eight, only 10%. Yeah. Then you move up to 38% between 23 and 28, and then 45% of that entire group uh, were 28 to 33-year-olds. I don't think in rugby, anything past 33 might not be. No, yeah, you you're not. You're you're a coach after that. You're not a player anymore. So, yes, I already knew that. So the younger you were, the less of a need. Hey, listen, when you're super younger, you're, you're young, you consider yourself invincible. But in today's intelligent athletes, they're focusing in on recovery and prevention. Right. And maybe being able to do it Longer. Yeah, right, right. Looking right. into the future and saying, you know, what is my body asking for now? Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's keep going. So we have pain. We just talked about reco- uh, inflammation. Let's talk about recovery. Why would runners or how are runners using CBD for recovery? And here's what they say. Improves sleep and removes sleep disturbances. Uh, yes, I got these all from studies that were all found on Google Scholar. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also suggested in recovery that CBD aids in your immune response response modulation. Now, we didn't talk, let's let's talk about those. So we've had plenty of shows on CBD having an impact on your ECS system that attributes to improved sleep and removing sleep disturbances. Yes. Good. All right. If you ever want to understand the why, review our list of shows. There's a hundred of them, so you got to go through the list or, or do a search uh, with keyword sleep. And then you can listen to those two or three shows and get more specifics. Uh, we still will tell you how to use it today so you're, you're full circle. But if you want more knowledge, you crave the science, just listen to one of, the, one of our earlier shows and you'll get that. Immune response modulation. Let's talk about that. Uh, Kim and I fondly use the term of homeostasis. Mm -hmm. When your ECS system has all the components working correctly and collectively, your body is very, very capable of responding. And, And the ECS, one of the systems it manages is your immune response system. And, it, and cannabinoids, CBD, all do the same. It's all through modulation of the receptors. I need more. I need less. I want more over here and less over there. Modulation of those receptors. The receptors know what's needed. They just need to trigger to turn things on and off. Yeah. 
Yeah, I try. This is probably the most difficult thing to explain to uh, either a you know a customer. Mm. Like, I don't think my CBD is doing anything for me. I'm like, but it is doing so many things that you're not going to feel. Yeah, yeah. But it's in there doing its job. You are so correct. Yeah. Very very correct. Okay. Uh, there are there is another one for remember we're still on recovery. Runners are using it for inflammation modulation as well. Actually, it will say it correctly, the reduction of inflammation. Yeah. When does a runner want this for recovery? Both before and after. Mm -hmm. They want that inflammation removed so blood flow can get there, do the repair. They want to minimize damage by removing inflammation in the beginning and speed up recovery by removing inflammation afterwards. Yep. I personally have experience with this. Uh, I, everybody that I suggested to, it works if they, uh, especially some of the older people that I know. Um, my father will have, uh, you know, he's aging, but he's still working out, and that's wonderful. Uh, but his knees are becoming a problem for him, so I have him apply a CBD topical before and a CBD topical afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I do it every, every yeah. if I'm going to go to the gym, you know my CBDs on my lower back right, right. <laughs> before so and after. So you're yeah. doing preventative before and recovery assistance afterwards. Yeah. All right, so those are the three areas for recovery. People are using CBD for recovery. Improve sleep, remove sleep disturbances, immune response modulation, and reducing inflammation. Mm -hmm. So things can heal. Uh, last would be preventative. Now, preventative are a couple of different areas. There's neurological prevent uh, preventions. There's muscular uh, uh, preventions. Uh, so let's say that uh, already well accepted is that CBD is neuroprotective. Mm -hmm. so what the heck is it? What the heck neuroprotective was that mean for a runner? There is oxidative stress. Yeah. That's usually in your brain. Inflammation. Uh, can be part of neuroprotective uh, requirements because the brain goes through stress. The brain, uh, the the uh, uh, getting a uh, head trauma mm -hmm. uh, is absolutely a problem with inflammation. Neuroinflammation is a big deal there. Uh, triggers calcium release again. Neuro this is a neurological thing as well as modulation of the dopamergic neurons. Now, what is this component of? Your reward system. Right, you're happy. Correct. This is a big deal. So, uh, so that is the neuro neuroprotective part of cannabinoids like CBD. And then you have the, the muscular. We've already talked about inflammation being the biggest piece, pain management, helping you so you can still move around. Both of those are helping you with your mobility so that things can still continue to work, blood flows and such as that. Mm -hmm. Now, all right, so that's a nice summary of what runners are using CBD for. Now, when we come back, uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about where to get it and what to get. And we're even going to talk a little bit about the World Anti-Doping Agency and the anti-doping rule violations concerns. Mm -hmm. There has been a lot of shifts in that space over you know, the last 
three years. So we'll talk about that too. Let's take a let's take a short break for our sponsors, and when we come back, we'll finish this conversation. So we'll be right back. Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at the com. That's info at the com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. Hey, hey, welcome back, listeners to CBD Ed Show. Let's talk about runners and CBD. Hey, you know what we haven't done, though? We haven't done a drama moment. Drama moment. We started down a path of drama. Yeah, we did. It's we started talking about why there's no human trials. Yeah. All right. Let's put a little. Uh, let's put a little drama into this mix. What is the market for runners and tennis shoes, footwear? It's got to be huge, right? Oh gosh. So yes. if that represents the market size for those who would want some type of pharmaceutical remedy. That would get some groups out there pretty darn excited, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All right, it's excited enough to slow some shit down. You it's know, a shit show, right? Okay, <laughs> I don't know. That's our minute of drama. Let's keep moving. Okay, let's get some value here because that was just shameless drama. Nothing else, right? All right, where to get CBD? You've gone through the, okay, here are the things I want to get fixed. I'm currently using ASIDs or I'm using opioids for the pain relief or I'm using some steroidal uh, component for my issues. And you go, well, you know what? I'm liking the idea of a plant-based solution. 
Yeah. I like this, this, uh, this term of nutraceutical. All right. So you move past that and you go, okay, where the hell do I get this stuff? Depending on the state that you're in, that could even be more difficult than one would think. Right. All right. Now the choices are, you know, let's just run through them real quick. Cannabis physicians, brick and mortar, brick and mortar cannabis stores, and then online are your three biggest locations. Mm-hmm. All right. Cannabis physicians. Two years ago, I wouldn't have said that was a group. Now it's, that group is becoming larger and larger. People are specializing in cannabis medicine now. Yeah. You simply Google and find out for yourself. Here's the neat thing. We don't have to show up anymore to our doctor's office. You literally could be living in Arkansas and find a cannabis physician in Colorado and still be able to interact. Mm-hmm. Just do a video chat. That's, it's happening now all around the world. So if you want to go high level, go to a cannabis physician. Yeah, if you're like, seriously, I got to figure this, this out. This is important to this me kind important. of a thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All right. If you are okay and you capable of doing your own homework or you already have an understanding, then your next best bet is to go to a, a real store. A real store, what do I mean by that? A brick and mortar store. All right, I, I've been in business for a long time and I know this to be somewhat factual. There's a lot on the line when you're on a brick and mortar store. Your consumers always know where to find you. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can rip them off and then pack all your crap up and move out of the building next day. Right. You are stuck there. People with well-established brands have the same thing. There, There's no hiding. You buy their product, next day they're still there, and you can make them accountable. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's my second group is brick-and-mortar stores. My last group is online, of course. I think this is the riskiest, but if you look for those established brands, if you look for those websites that have met what we call self-compliant standards, since we're not regulated yet, one of those biggest ones is providing a current third-party test result for each one of their products. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's probably... If you you can't find that right up front, I'm sorry, listen, careful, 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 you're going to get something and then it may not work or even worse, maybe you were not sure what's in it and it could be bad for you. Right. Well, yeah. And and if it's not strong enough, there's just... Someone at a CBD store can give you a little bit more insight on what milligrams you might need. And so could that cannabis physician. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's talk about where. Uh, I mean, what to get. Yeah. Now, CBD has been removed off the drug schedule. So it is, when I say brick and mortar, you can get it at a... Lots of different stores. You can get it at a Walgreens. You can get it at a CBD dispensary. You can get it at a vape shop. There's lots of places you can get it. But you can also get it at the marijuana dispensaries. Yeah, Lots but of that, times you have to have a card to get in the front door. Right, depending so, on your state. Right. Um, and they don't really have the... Di- 
those dispensaries are really focused more on THC than CBD, so they're not going to have a, a large variety has been of your CBD experience, products. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go. so let's keep talking about this. There is also a concern, because remember, we have four groups of runners, and one of those groups were athletic performers, mm-hmm. you know, professional sports. Uh, so they have a concern with the World Anti-Doping Agency establishing a set of anti-doping rule violations. And cannabis was always on that list, and it was a hot item. Mm-hmm. Why cannabis was on there and opioids were not, you know, pain relief. No, no. But anyway, here we go. Right. 2018 News World Anti-Doping Agency removes CBD from the list. That was in 2018. Yeah. Okay. So it's no longer even tested. As long as it follows, well, it can still, they can still test for cannabis. Okay. But now they're only looking for THC. Now, they removed CBD and then defined it as it was defined in the, uh, in the, uh, the, the Farm Bill. Mm-hmm. Now, Farm Bill stating that the CBD had to have less than 0.3% THC by weight in it. Right. Okay? All right. So that's how the World Anti-Doping Agency handled that. Now, so, but a lot of athletes, and, and of course, when I read through some of these studies, there was a, a well-established concern that I don't care what they said, I'm still going to get in trouble, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's what we have. So it seems that one milligram of THC per daily dose seems to be a threshold, according to these studies I was reading. Now, I went to some test results of some products like tinctures. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a matter of fact, I have one that's right here. Okay, so this is a, this is a 17 milligram per milliliter dose of product. It's a tincture you'd put under your tongue. Uh-huh. So one dropper. That's correct. One full dropper equaling 17 milligrams of CBD. And this would deliver a half of a milligram of THC in a single dose. There you go. So there's a little bit of reference that mm-hmm. you have now. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that we're speaking of whole plant, full, tinct- uh, full, full uh, spectrum products right now. We're not talking about anything else. Okay. So... So they suggested that if you kind of stay under that one milligram, I remember this 17 milligram per dose was a half. If you stayed under that one, the likelihood of any type of THC showing up on a test, which by the way was 50, milliliter, 50 milligrams of THC byproduct per liter of urine, or per milliliter of urine. That's how they test this. And that's a pretty high amount. So they're suggesting anything, if you stay under that one, the chances are very low. I also kind of pulled from the conversation of a lot of athletes that some are even concerned because they're in a higher risk of of ADRV. ADRV is the anti-doping rule violation. They feel like they're in a higher risk Mm -hmm. for that. So in that particular instance, recommendations of only a half a milligram of THC per day. Okay. Okay? And okay. so now, you know, really no issues. 
Gotcha. And then an assurance that as long as this was hemp-derived CBD product that was compliant with the Farm Bill, meaning less than 0.3% THC, none, no psychoactive, period. In other words, they really called this as non-detectable amounts of THC. Gotcha. Okay. So a little bit of helpful there. Yeah. All right. So let's talk through this then. Uh, mild to mid pain, 30 milligrams of CD seems to be doing it. So right at that, right at that threshold, you're doing 30 milligrams of CBD, you're likely doing a good job managing both your pain, your inflammation, your recovery, your sleep. You're likely getting those things. If you are dealing with a high level of pain, okay, now we're moving into a 50 to 150 milligrams mm-hmm. daily. Yeah. All right. Now, now you're running into enough of a use that might trigger a THC result on a testing. So move accordingly. Have conversations with whoever you need to have a conversation with. Show them the product. I don't know. Remember, the product is still legal. Right. It's not an issue of not legal. So have those conversations before you do it. Mm -hmm. But there's your dosage. So 30 if you're mild to mid, move up from 50 to 150 depending on your level of chronic pain. Yeah. Let's talk about a few of these things because we mentioned them earlier. Mm-hmm. I know I'm hogging up the conversations. Feel free to jump in and say, listen, you know what? No, no. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how it really works. Okay. How to use it. Remember, we're talking about pain, inflammation, sleep recovery, and homeostasis being those big groups for a runner. Uh, so, pain. Let's go to two of these that are super common. Shin splints and plantar fasciitis. What is our big problem? Two things. One is... You never stay off of them. Yeah. It's a tendon damage. Two, inflammation is your biggest enemy. Yeah. All right. So, listen, it's your job to stay off of it. CBD can't help you with that. Yeah, I mean, you do have to have a time of rest yeah. once you these things start occurring. So what CBD can help you with is the anxiety of sitting around going, crap, how much longer do I got to do this? Hey, I had a bicep tendonitis problem. It hurt me more to sit around for six weeks waiting for that dumb thing to heal than, than the pain of working with it, you know, constantly hurting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it, are we going to talk about how to yes, deal yes, with? Yes, yes, yes. But okay. let's move to just the, the, uh, the mechanics first. But if we remove the inflammation, you will speed this recovery process up. That's what's well known. Right. By runners who are currently using it. Mm-hmm. I'll say that again. If you can speed up, I mean, if you can reduce the inflammation, you will speed up the, the recovery. Right. You still have to figure out the rest part on your own. Right. Okay. Okay. Go for it. What is the best practice? Well, I say for, for shin two? splints. Well, actually both, right? Because they're uh, similar in damage. I would say a topical for sure. Yeah. Definitely a topical. When? I Well... If you are just experiencing these symptoms, then I would do it at least three times a day. Okay. Until you are you're feeling comfortable enough to maybe get back out there and start running again. Okay. Then I would 
continue with before and after. Wise, wise, and effective because I've personally used that myself. Mm -hmm. I would also, I mean, that's just a topical, and those are really easy to use. You just give it a good massage in the area. Um, I like to do that for about a minute just to what make sure it gets good in there. What type of topicals are I like, well, I love the paint. I love the paint salve. I like the shea butter feel. Okay. I like all those ingredients in there working. Um, but the roll-on is also wonderful with the menthol or some kind of, I don't really like the, the I don't know what that ice, lidocaine, I don't really yeah. like that feeling. Okay. But okay. anyway, with a, a good menthol product, that'll really, really help with that pain. Okay. Um, and then I would also suggest taking an oil, an oil twice a day. Or you could just do it at night before you go to sleep so you get a good night's sleep. Yeah, so what are those two? The two advantages are you are managing your inflammation mm -hmm. and you're getting your sleep, which is yeah. uh, huge on the recovery. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And so, again, you think that's good for both shin splints and plantar fasciitis? Yeah, because you're... So you're, the same process for both. You're treating the area both topically yep. and internally because, you know, when you tincture, yep. that CBD also goes in there and reduces that inflammation. All right. All right. So we talked about these two, shin splints and plantar fasciitis. We know that's about a six-week recovery process, mm -hmm. uh, if you can stay off of it. Uh, shorter if you're really, really good. So we're going to put a dollar amount of about 150 to $200. To start, yeah. I uh, mean, uh, For that six-week program. For six weeks, yes, yes. All right. And those two, well, the oil probably won't last you six weeks, but the topical definitely will last all you right. for quite okay. a while. So that's where the, it could be 150 to all the way mm -hmm. to 200 right? Yeah. Okay, but likely under $200 to solve this. Oh, yeah is where I want to share with you. Yeah. All right. Now we have another group, which is pre-workout and post-workout. Uh, runners have this, all of them. And I don't care. You're, you're either in the gym preparing for your run, you're out on your run, or you're in a sport that regard, that's, that's dealing with a lot of running, like, yeah. like uh, rugby and soccer and football, football and so those. forth. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you've got both a pre and a post concern. They all know this. What, what do we need? In the beginning, we wrap, and at the end, we ice. Yeah. I mean, that's the standard. And if you think about it, you are managing. The inflammation. Most of the time, you're definitely managing the inflammation on the outside. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the beginning, you're just keeping everything tight so it doesn't injure itself. All right. So let's say that the greatest need here for both pre-workout and post-workout is a inflama inflammation modulation. Yeah, I, th I think that is true. I, yeah. I do my oil before. I, I don't do a lot of it, but I will do like a good 25 milligrams before I go to the gym. Yeah. And I put my topical on before right. I go to the gym. Um, and then I don't need the, uh, the oil again after I work out, right. but it, it feels like it gives me a little bit longevity throughout my workout. I'm able to go longer yeah. with my CBD I have oil. The, I have the same experiences, yes. Yeah. Agreed. And I hear it talked about in reviews constantly. Mm -hmm. Now, so, so let's talk about this as a preventative to minimize the inflammation response prior to your workout. So while you're working out, you're minimizing that, right. that response, uh, that inflammation, uh, is 
Probably the best is a topical. You rub a topical in that area that you know is area in need. Uh-huh. Knees, ankles, chins, stuff like that. Hips, back. Yeah. These are all common places for runners. If you apply it before, then you will not be as restrictive because that's what inflammation can do. Yeah. Yeah. I a would topical also... is pretty easy. If you don't have a topical, then you can go a tincture. That will work. You just give yourself 45 minutes. Right. You can also do a bath bomb because... No runner's going to be in the bath before. Well, maybe... The, no, they're going to do a bath after. After. <laughs> so pre-workout. Let's stay on pre-workout. Okay. Uh, we want to share a new thing here. Uh, taking your, your CBD resp- through your respiratory system. Why would you do this? Well, because it's extremely fast. Right. So 45 minutes ago, already or 45 minutes already went by. I forgot to take it. I'm getting ready to go out on the run. Feel free to take it using a vape pen. Mm-hmm. Now, when it goes through your respiratory system, it's an immediate three to five minutes. It's in your system and can start to modulate your, your inflammation response. Mm-hmm. Now, some might say, oh, my God, you what? You, you want me to vape this before I go on my workout? Two things I want you to consider. One is, remember, no psychoactive effects of CBD. Two... It can stimulate neurologically some energy, depending on how that product was formulated using terpenoids, flavonoids, and, and uh, the right mix of cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. So you can actually enhance a mood. So don't get thrown off by this. This is not THC heavy. Oh, my God, I'm not going to have my wits about me. And you're also vaping. You're not um, burning. You're not combusting. combusting plant material, so you're not going to have an issue with your respiratory system. Okay, all right, let's move to post-workout. Post-workout seems easy. Yeah, I mean, for me, again, I just reapply my topical. Right, so you're gonna take away the inflammation at this point. Yes. Because it's gonna be assumed it's starting to accumulate. Yeah, no matter, you know, obviously the older you get, the worse it is, but (laughs) uh, yeah, afterwards I just, I. I know my pain's going to be there, so mm-hmm. it's just something I do every day. I yeah. just put some pain salve on my lower back. Yeah, yeah. It's just... uh, a lot of people are using conjunctive CBD and ice. And I have heard this from chiropractors, from uh, medical practitioners, that those two do work well together. And I have personal experience with those two working well together. Uh, yes, I right. also equally love my ice pack, <laughs> yes. yes. All right, so I want to share that too. So a post-workout could include other things. It could even include NASIDs as conjunctive. But we just know that there's effects, uh, damaging effects of using that product. So we're, we're trying to minimize it. Or some who are looking at this are looking to minimize it. Well, you know, coming from somebody who abused the heck out of those things, I, my ibuprofen was my, Advil was my, my favorite thing. Um, yeah, they're bad for you. And your doctor, if he finds out if you're using that much ibuprofen, uh, he's he's going to have some words with you. Right, like right. I, I... Now, why aren't we talking about edibles? Here's why we're not talking about edibles. When your edible goes through your digestive system, it doesn't break down until it gets to your liver. And by the time it gets there, it's just very difficult to predict dosage. 
Yeah. By the bioavailability, once it goes through your digestive system, is really difficult to predict. So you might have taken something that could give you 30 milligrams of CBD, but by the time it goes through your digestive system, it could be 5 milligrams of CBD. Yeah. Not to say that there's anything wrong with the product. It's the digestive process. Okay. And also, again, this is well accepted. Now, here's, a, here's where edible does come into play. If you are a runner and you're looking to maintain a state of homeostasis, why would you want to do that? Because you can maintain the ability of your ECS system managing your immune response, which includes inflammation response. Mm-hmm. Okay, You can manage your mood. You can manage a lot of things, the neuroprotective components of your ECS system, all those it's all about regulation, so you can use edibles if you want that easy pop in two gummies every morning to help you stay in uh, in homeostasis. Yeah, yeah, I like. I mean, I like the gummy also. I it's I, easy. I I, I I had one before I got here today. Right, you <laughs> offered like, me one. I had already taken a tincture. So I'm, I'm like, like okay. do you want some focus? No, thanks. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> well, that gummy that I uh, that I like it, it, for daytime <clears throat> helps you a lot. With yeah. it. it does me anyway for focus. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, I know that gummy to have uh, additional ingredients that help with those areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so edibles are okay. Yeah, but difficult to discern what the end bioavailability is going to be. That's well, all. yeah. If you're taking them on a daily just for general wellness, right. great, great idea. Right. If you're trying to manage pain, um, you might be losing some CBD that you really, really need to right. help with that pain. All right. Let me give you one final piece. If you are so, so concerned about CBD or THC, uh-huh. so, so concerned about the, uh, the world uh, anti-doping uh, uh, program or agency, then maybe you're one of those who wants to do a CBD isolate. That means that molecule pulled out. There is no other molecule to be concerned about. Well, here, let me tell you what your greatest benefit is. Go in high doses. Yes. So 150, 200 milligrams and anticipate good inflammation response. Yes. Like that is the key. Those other cannabinoids really help with pain and other things in your ECS system, but CBD by itself does a really good job with inflammation. So if you're concerned about any THC, you move to a isolate and get really good anti-inflammatory response. Yeah. Okay. I we're ready to wrap up. I was going to yeah. say, one more thing is that I, it is a great bone stimulant. CBD really does. And for runners, help. that would be a big deal. And you're mm-hmm. right. And thanks for bringing that up. Okay, yeah. listen, listeners, if you have any questions for us, you send us an email and we will answer it. You can respond to any of our social medias or to our website. Uh, and we'll provide you more information or any of the studies we use today. We're happy to provide those to you as well. Uh, so we want to thank all our listeners for listening today. Uh, that's going to be a wrap for this episode of the CBD Ed Show. This is Ed. And this is Kim. Sharing what's possible with natural pharmacology. Bye now. (laughs) 
thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Ed Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be back with you soon.